Hi, this is Viggo and Jonas from Karmanjaka and you're listening to The Progcast. Welcome back to another episode of The Progcast. This is episode 117. And calling from Stockholm, Sweden, I believe, the guys yes. from Karman Jaka, Vigo and Jonas, guitarist and vocalist. How are you doing today? Yes, that's right. It's all good. It's all good. How are you? I'm great. Thanks. Um, I'm just pumped about all this crazy music coming out. And especially last week on Friday, 26th of February, we had so many amazing releases, among which your debut album was a book about itself and looking a little bit on your spotify and facebook page it's quite clear that you guys have been around around for for a couple of years already so i'm super eager to hear where carmen jacka is coming from what about a little bit about, about your history and uh, what you've been up to so far and the which rock you've been hiding <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, I mean, we're a band from Sweden. We're kind of a group of friends that really like to play music together. And um, Karmanjaka as a band has been, as you said, has been going for a couple of years. But we have, haven't released that much music in those years. Uh, but I think that is due to us being perfectionists, but also really want, wanting to develop kind of like a... Uh, a good process for for being creative i guess so basically to to like summarize what we are we we have been friends and we've been playing together for a very long time but it doesn't feel like we've been a band for that long though because it took a while for us to kind of sit down and be like okay are we a band Okay, yes, Ed, does everybody want to be in a band? Yeah, yeah. So it took a while. And then and then when everyone was like, yeah, we want to be a band, we were like, okay, we got to get us like a rehearsal space and we got to set everything up. And we didn't do that before we did our first release, which was 2016. And I think that kind of explains a little bit why it took so long because we just made music back in 2016 that we released. And then after that, we were like, let's start a band and then we had to kind of start from the beginning mm. after our first release almost yeah exactly so like the the idea of the first release the the, the self-titled ep was basically just do well like a, me and vigo really wanted to make this uh, prog metal thing we just wanted to put something out there that we that we'd made um and we were really into prog metal and so that was the whole sort of premise for for the first EP to just get something out there and we weren't really a band then but became one afterwards <laughs> so yeah you mentioned of course it's prog metal uh, that we're talking about and uh listening to the album and your stuff it's quite a modern approach now when i think of swedish metal it's mostly you know more the traditional stuff and um so far i didn't think of Sweden when I thought about the hottest bands in the 
modern progressive vein. Now, I have had the feeling that, that you guys are here to put that name of your country also on the map for, for modern prog metal. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know. Maybe I'm missing some, some killer bands there or I forgot something. Uh, well, I think like if you look at just music in general from Sweden, it's very like there's a lot of music going on and there's a lot of great artists and bands that have come out of Sweden. But I think just metal as a whole, there's just been so much good metal from Sweden, I believe at least. And I've listened to so many incredible Swedish bands over the years that sometimes I feel like I'm a huge fan of metal and I sometimes feel like I could almost, if a curse would be upon me and I could only listen to Swedish bands, I would be fine. <laughs> At least for a lot, for, for like, because this is so much good bands. And, and sometimes I even forget to myself that I'm, I'm thinking about different bands and I'm like, shit, those are Swedish too? <laughs> like, oh, they're from Uppsala. Oh my God, that's an hour away. Or like, so I believe that's just the Swedish metal tradition is very strong. Definitely. And yeah. I think that that's what we originate from. Because yeah. I, I think that we, we, This might sound a little like uh, cheese or whatever, but I don't think that we are progressive because we necessarily chose to be. I think it, we just ended up being progressive, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like growing up listening to like Mashuga and like that, they're also Swedish. And we're like, this is from Sweden. This is, we're so proud of this. Like, and we wanted to do something like in the same sort of. Uh, yeah inspired by that you know and uh Viljarta, like Viljarta is also from from sweden and uh yeah so there are there are a bunch of like opeth there yeah, are a bunch of like uh really great prog prog metal bands you you, uh, you you actually got me there with mushuga and Viljarta, <laughs> of course because they are uh two of the originators of the modern prog and gen yeah, and opeth don't forget opeth legendary <laughs> well, well opeth i'm i'm a huge opeth fan but um their sound is a little bit more retro don't yeah, you absolutely. think yeah absolutely <laughs> definitely <laughs> uh, but that that brings me uh to my next question actually so circling back to a book about itself and the songs and sounds therein during their songwriting process is, is it a collaborative band effort or is it Is, is there like a, like some main songwriters? I mean, we haven't well, talked about the lineup yet, so maybe you can also introduce the whole band. <laughs> Who's right, yeah, sure. Yeah, so there's me, uh, Jonas, on vocals, and Viggo here on guitars, like doing all the guitars. And then we have uh, the bass player called Lukas Olsson, and our drummer, his name is Sebastian Brydniak. And um, yeah, like we we don't like as far as the, the um, uh, composition goes. Like we we don't really have any main songwriters or anything like that. I think it's up to everyone to just like bring forth some ideas to to the studio and be like, hey, I, I made this thing. Let's do something about it. And um, like then what like whatever the like how how much each and every member wrote like that like a part of the album that might be skewed towards like some some way maybe some member wrote some something a bit more than others but like the the, the ambition is to be a really like collaborative uh, band and, and write the music in a collaborative way yeah well i think that adding to that i think that we 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 do end up i think actually most 
most of the time it's usually one member who comes with a song idea and and um it can be like one riff or it can be just a rhythm or it could be a chord progression or it could be a com- almost a full song with vocals and and like instruments and, and lyrics and everything but think but i think what we do also together as a group is we put a lot a lot a lot of super much time into arrangements and and like yeah arranging the instruments and stuff so when someone comes in with a song and the song is finished let's say someone comes in with a full song we still spend a lot a lot a lot of hours going through every single part going through every single instrument like okay how about you know the chorus or this part bass drums you know the, if there's keyboards if there's piano and we we really spend a lot of time on arranging things also yeah uh yeah you you uh you mentioned earlier when you like kind of realized that you're a band that you need like a rehearsal space or something and now you're also calling me from your band room so i'm guessing that's where where the all the songwriting or or at least uh, the the arrangement uh, the hours are put in by all of you guys uh where the magic happens so to speak in in songwriting terms um now producing the album the next step is obviously recording all the instruments and the vocals and everything uh did you did you do that yourself at home so to speak in your band room as it is common and also possible nowadays um to yeah. to, to to get yeah, a the, big sound but- out of that <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, no, I, I think the the main bulk of it was recorded uh, in our own studio right here. Uh, and like, um, I mean, everything except from drums pretty much were, was recorded here because we wanted to have some high def, uh, like high, high quality um, uh, drum recording. And uh, like, we don't really have the room for that. You need like a really, you need a bigger room and better acoustics and, and uh, higher to the, to the ceiling as well. Um, so, yeah um but the main book was definitely recorded here and and produced here and like arranged everything here with with uh, just us and and, and a computer <laughs> and instruments <laughs> nice yeah um now we talked a lot about the music but i'm super curious as well uh what is the book about other than being about itself <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a good question. Um I like what I liked about the title is that like I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty into chaos theory and I like writing about like topics like that and I think uh it's kind of interesting with that title because it says a lot without without having a lot of words in it, you know, that recurs recurs in nature of the title. And so I think like what it is about is basically Uh, life and the recursive nature of life pretty much like how life gives birth gives birth to life and uh, and like all the variations of life that occur and pretty much like all the um, different phenomenons in 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 life that that we experience that's pretty much what it is about it's like a nuance of like highlighting the nuance of of life that is recursive (laughs) what what was first the chicken or the egg yeah exactly exactly that's what it's all about the chicken or the egg 
we 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 thought about naming the album the chicken or the egg but we were like no <laughs> <laughs> uh now that we were talking about the album title i'm i also want to ask you about the artwork because it it's kind of um unusual for for this kind of music i would say mm. <laughs> Yeah, I love that you say that because that was very much the um, or one of the ambitions of, of making the artwork. Like um, my girlfriend had helped me with making the the logo, the K Heart logo, and um, then we sat together and 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 like just uh, I, I just did something. I like the rose and the and the this circle in there. Like I I don't know. I I I like the sort of the analog vibe, and I liked. Um, retro like i'm a i'm a big nostalgic nerd i love nostalgia like everything that is nostalgic i love it and i'm crazy about it so i just got like i just wanted to make something that felt pretty nostalgic and also i think it's actually the cover art is pretty it's almost like a 70s prog <laughs> band yeah um, definitely the, the color scheme is is uh, is playing into yeah. that of course being quite colorful for a metal album <laughs> yeah yeah primarily I think metal that's album. sort of in a way that reflects um the music as well i think because we it, there's a lot of color in the music um and it, like we, we're big on on like the beautiful part of of of, of Prague, like the, the the thing is in Prague that is very much like harmonic and and melody heavy and beautiful you know and has some kind of melancholy to it so I think that reflects the is reflected in the cover art as well. Yeah, speaking of colorful, um, before you put out the album, there were three singles with videos, and the videos are pretty colorful as well, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so the first the first single and and it was also the first song that I heard from you. I don't remember where I stumbled across it somewhere on the internet. And mm -hmm. and yeah, I was totally hooked um, right sure. away. <laughs> it was first sun, and and the, the the video is just very very colorful and very funny. So um, <laughs> yeah, why don't you tell us a little bit about the the creative process behind the videos? It was first sun, then Nautilus, and Julia, right? Yeah, exactly. And then actually a fourth one for samples, which which is also a video that we made. Uh, that, um, that you released yeah. that uh, together with the album last week, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah I, exactly. I still have to watch that. Thank you for reminding mm. me. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's a cool one. Um, well, so I think um, creative process behind the videos. I think um, we actually t we've talked a lot about music videos, like throughout the process of writing the album. And um, I don't know. It's it's kind of the same thing as with um, when you when you like have a song idea and you wanted to present it to the band. Like you got this idea for a music video and you, and you present it to the band and like, should we do it? And everyone's like, yeah, let's do it. Um, and and also like a lot of it is together with the music, with the, of course, with obviously uh, together with the music video makers, which is uh, mainly David and Dennis Andersson, who are like a couple of friends to us uh, who we've known for a long while. And they've been making, we've been making music with videos with them before. Um, And so the cool thing about them is that like you can you can pretty much say like you can say what you think and they understand exactly what you want. 
and, and then they actually have the ability to do it exactly like regardless of how crazy it is almost <laughs> yeah exactly so yeah, yeah uh, they they were doing the first sun and the nautilus video as far as i can exactly. see and yeah. exactly. uh, they're they're quite different as the first sun video is obviously i guess you guys uh, were doing your performances in a green screen studio or somewhere and yeah then you you're you're suddenly appearing on a raft on the yeah. ocean <laughs> yeah 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 that was just um that was just an idea i got that we it would be cool if we played on a, this on a raft in the middle of the ocean and it was like super vapor wavy dreamy kind of vhs look um so i don't know it was just that image that i had in my head and then and then everyone was like yeah let's do it and and the david and dennis they understood exactly what we meant and just pretty much made it made a whole video um out from that description which was really cool yeah and i think also we have like about what we talked about earlier that it took a lot of time for us to develop as a band i think we also have a very high kind of standard for how we want to present ourselves and we think that like sometimes in met in the metal genre especially when it comes to music videos it's it's a lot of videos where just the band are standing in a garage with like dark lighting and they're like head banging and i think you know that's cool and i respect that but it's like we want to do some we want to do our own thing a little bit more and we feel like we want to contribute to you know the metal kind of uh, community and i think that we really want to do that in our own way so we try to prioritize prioritize you know creatively thinking about you know how can we take this to the next level so we do put a lot a lot of time into music videos and visually presenting ourselves so it's it's a lot of efforts actually getting those videos done i think both for our own like performing in our videos like myself i think is extremely taxing because it's usually that we we end up shooting like for very very large long amounts of time without a break or we're doing it in the middle of the night or we're doing it very early and we're doing all those things to make sure that it's the best that it can be so I'm really happy that people have reacted well to their first sound video because we put a lot of time and effort into making it. Yeah, uh, so Nautilus was more, uh, you were not in the green screen studio, I guess. You were out in nature, in the windy mm. nature. So this video reminded me a little bit of the cool, very cool Azure video for Mistress that they, the UK Progress put out uh, recently. Mm. Um, but the Julia video... Um, also got some really cool um uh animations going on yeah yeah it's that's the whole chaos theory theme going on there so it, it was really cool because um i found this this uh i think she's a professor or or some kind of teacher at uh, lund university here in sweden uh, her name is marlin kristersson and she's uh, like a yeah Teacher, mathematician. Yeah, mathematician. Yeah, yeah, teacher in in mathematics and and geometry or something like that. And uh, and I just saw she was making a, a lot of like fractal animations and and uh, and like coding some weird fractal like applications. Uh, so I reached out to her and and was like, yeah, do you want to make this uh, this uh, fractal video for us? <laughs> and we got some like we we filmed ourselves here in the studio like 
towards the green screen and then I like we keyed it out and then we sent it to her and she made the, all of the fractal animations for it and was like yeah it was it turned out to be a really fun collaboration and and uh, it worked out really well I think it became a really crazy video actually um, yeah great I'm I'm looking forward to discovering the what was it samples which one was yeah, the new exactly. one yeah I yeah, will. I think one, one other funny thing about our music videos is like for this album, we really, we wrote a lot of music for this album and then we picked only the songs that we thought were the best. Uh, so when we sat down, we had these 10 songs that we thought were awesome, and, but we <laughs> didn't really know, didn't really know which ones to pick as singles. So we kind of ended up just picking the ones that we had the coolest music video ideas for. Mm. <laughs> like, oh, I have this cool idea for this song and I have an idea for this song. And there was a lot of songs on the record that I could see us having as singles also. And we discussed that, but we didn't really have a visual idea for it. So that's another thing with these videos that we... Yeah, it's it's a big part of like our... Our your presentation. Well, how can I put it? Our, our artistry. Our yeah. artistry. Mm. Yeah, but you 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 picked the perfect song with first son as the first single. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. We think so too. I have a, a totally uh, a weird question here uh, for uh, Jonas as a vocal as the vocalist of the band, and um, because. <laughs> I think one of my very first um, interviews I did ever, like 15 years ago or something, it was with the German progressive power metal band Rage and their vocalist PV, he, he used to sing very high in the 80s like everyone did in metal and mm -hmm. then he, he was one of the first to establish like... like um, lower registers um like like not going up there in the stratosphere anymore mm. in metal um but in general looking back to that time i mean in hindsight because i was too young to uh to witness it i guess you guys as well um yeah. <laughs> looking at music history like like modern music history i find it quite interesting to to see like yeah in in the 80s with metal and rock and it was it was it was so common for for male vocalists to belt it out very very high and then you know the beginning of the of the 90s uh, of course grunge came along and then it suddenly was not cool at all anymore so uh, any technical high high vocals um mm. And I had the feeling that now in the new millennium with that modern metal sound, also, you know, the metalcore, melodic metalcore stuff with, with the clean vocals, um, it, it kind of, it, it is definitely a, a, a different way of, you know, those uh, power metal tenors. Um, mm. But, but it's, it, it is, um, yeah, it, it is the norm again somehow in the in this modern prog metal type. So, uh, for you as a vocalist, how how do you approach your vocals and 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 um, do you um, have like certain ideals from you know uh, idols that you 
really like or do you just mm, experiment with your voice and and try to see where you feel comfortable right yeah i, I think I've, i've definitely been like sort of um, been really inspired like the first metal band i i really started listening to that had clean vocals was periphery and i sort of i really at first i, I gotta admit first I, i was having a really hard time with that like especially for the first periphery album where spencer is singing like almost emo-ish uh, you know and at first i was like ah But then I started, I don't know, I started just liking it. And then all of a sudden I was liking emo music as well. So something <laughs> happened. And, and um, I don't know, I just always kind of been fascinated by male vocalists that can sing really high. And I sort of uh, tried to to mimic that, I guess, and try to um, to extend my range a lot. Um, I Before I heard Periphery, I was really inspired by Jamiroquai. Um, mm-hmm. The way he sings, uh, like it's also really high, you know. And um, yeah, it's interesting that you that you say that about grunge because to me grunge is also all about like singing really high and like really maybe it's more yeah I mean like Alice in Chains and and like Chris Cornell like they're they're all singing like some insane notes especially Chris Cornell. Um, so yeah, I I, I kind of I've, I've been inspired by those vocalists as well in terms of like technique and and. Uh, Right. Um, okay. I've I've always wished that I could have the the distortion and the, and the sort of grittiness that Chris Cornell and and Lainey Steele has. But yeah, 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 um, yeah. I, th- I think that, that that's that's the thing that uh, that I meant. I mean, I ne- I never really got into grunge, but uh, I I mm. really do um, uh, respect and enjoy Chris Cornell specifically as a, as an amazing vocalist. Um, but, but I think it's it's that that like really different technique in bring the grit and like not um trying to 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 have that 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 um yeah you know technical element it it doesn't sound like okay look here's my awesome vocal technique yeah speak speaking about um influences and inspirations musically We all always have our little section at the end that we like to call "What's in your Walkman," and uh, there we we like to ask our guests what they've been listening to lately, and if there's anything they want to uh, recommend to our listeners and your fans. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we talked about this yesterday that we were like, shit, maybe you know, maybe we should do, should we do like Prague? Do we have to do prog? Uh, we have to recommend prog music because we were like we don't really listen to that. <laughs> we don't. I mean, we're we're in a super proggy band, so the last thing I'm gonna hear when I listen to music is a bunch of weird chords and rhythms and stuff. Like that. <laughs> um, and so maybe uh, for the future, I should include in my email um, when 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 bands are asking uh, what they should prepare for the interview that the what's in your walkman section is not necessarily reserved for prog or that i don't want to want the people the the guests the interviewers interview guests to just say they listened to prog even though they didn't we're yeah uh we're not the gatekeepers of prog as i like to say and and we 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 had everything featured here from obscure black metal to um 
what 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 was that um I'll I'll have to cut that in later. <laughs> um, <laughs> <Dua> Lipa. <laughs> ah, right, right, and cool. So you're you're absolutely free to, to um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, I can uh, I can start. I I've been listening a lot to um, Cocktail Twins lately. Uh, it's kind of a classic band from the eighties and nineties. Uh, Scottish like weird dream pop alternative pop band um they were big like yeah in the 80s and 90s and i think they're just great because they have like the vocalist is so great she's like amazing and the songs are really like yeah beautiful and um especially the sound is like something i'm really inspired by lately it's like this um It has some 80s vibes to it, but it's more of a psychedelic, like um, dream pop kind of thing. And I, I think you could hear, I, like, I wouldn't be surprised if like modern bands like Beach House and uh, I don't know, maybe Tame Impala to some extent has been like inspired by Cocteau Twins because they're like, yeah, I think they they started something there. Uh, so yeah, when I recommend Cocteau Twins and especially the album uh, Heaven or Las Vegas, that's the... Okay, so I, I, I know them only by name and reputation mm -hmm. by now, yeah. so I'm looking forward to checking that out. Yeah. How about you, Vigo? Uh, well, I the last like the last record that I listened to that I really loved was was actually a, a throwback kind of record that I listened to um, yesterday, I think, and it's an old or not that old, but it's a Swedish metalcore band called Sonic Syndicate. Yeah. that were around like 15 years ago uh, and i listened the shit out of that when i was like 13 14 and it's <laughs> super like it's so when i listen to that the, the, like and i'm talking about the early records because i know that they are still around today in some sort of constellation but that i don't really like but i'm talking about the first two or three records And when I listen to that, I really feel like it's so much 2007. I can't even like, it's just the <laughs> definition of that era of metalcore. And yeah, I listened to that album. It's an album called Only Inhuman. And it's very emo. Like there's a person on the cover, like ripping like the heart out of the rib cage and holding it up. And it's like very emotional. <laughs> and speaking of vocals, that band... I think they were one of the early bands to have like two vocalists with one focusing on screaming and one focusing on clean vocals. I mean, that became such a cliche kind yeah. of standard thing. <laughs> like, like three years later, around 2009, 2010, you saw that all the time. That's It almost true. became a standard thing, but they were super early. They were like 2006 rolling with that. So, <laughs> yeah. and they're also Swedish. <laughs> awesome. Um, my entries for well for the what's in your Walkman section today are not from Sweden, but I I tend to um, kind of look for for bands that I've been listening to lately that have a, a little bit of a similar sound and match the band of that I'm interviewing. So, mm -hmm. any excuse to throw in some Elo or Ilo, the new song Replica that they premiered at the Prague Space Online Festival is still ripping. And uh, another new, relatively new um, 
um, Discovery is the stranger from Australia. I knew their name for for quite some time because I think a couple of years back they were supporting Caligula's Horse down under, and now they're gearing up to release a new album. That the album is going to be called Kaleidoscope, and but the first single from that album, Eleventh Hour, is also a banger that I'm listening to a lot these days. All right, thanks guys. That was uh, Vigo and Jonas from Karmanjaka. Thank you guys for yes. taking the time. All the Thank best. Thank you so much. Uh, continued success with your debut album, A Book About Itself. Yes. Thank you guys out there for listening as always. Don't forget to like our new socials as we are not being presented by the Proc Space anymore, but we have our own social media channels now. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook and also Twitter with the handle Procast Podcast. As always, take care of yourselves, take care of your loved ones and listen to great music. Progcast is a Stuist Media podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Progcast Podcast. To learn more about Stuist Media, check out stuistmedia.com. Progcast is hosted and produced by Dario Albrecht and myself, Randy M. Salo, and is co-produced by Janine Stengel-Lewis and Blake Lewis. Our theme music is by This Is Not An Elephant. New episodes of Progcast drop every Monday and Thursday. And don't miss our Friday Top 5 episode where we discuss our favorite albums that drop that week. See you next time, Prog fam. Thank you.